Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. So, we haven't recorded since the first. Dude, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been two weeks. <laughs> and, um, um, so yeah, we're back again. I think we said that we were back last time too, but we're back. We're going to get this show on the road and, uh, get, uh, get our consistency back as soon as life kind of settles. It's been crazy. Yeah. I don't know when that's going to be, but, uh, <laughs> I think we'll have to wait for the vaccination, which supposedly is going to be here around election time. Go figure. Amazingly enough, a cure for all. Isn't that crazy? Cheers to that. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a special guest with us today. We do. So I'm going to let you introduce her. I mean, you say hi, mama. Hey, mama. There you go. Is that what I was supposed to say? <laughs> yep. Happy recording day. <laughs> Happy recording day. Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Yeah, we're getting into it, bro. So Hell mom yeah. is in town. Mom is here. And um, we're going to get this show on the road. Keeping you in line? Something like that. Or you have Something to keep like her that. in line. I know she can party. No, <laughs> not me. Look at me like that. Hell, you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Sean? <laughs> No, but I am thankful and grateful to be here with my wonderful son. He's the best son in the world. I'm sure your mom would probably say the same thing, right? No. But no. She'd be like, Michael's <laughs> way better. <laughs> then I would agree with her, okay? No. But I'm grateful to be on the podcast with you guys, you know? This is exciting for me, really. Mm-hmm. I listen to you guys a lot with all the burping and all that kind of stuff y'all have going on. <laughs> and as I'm listening to you guys, I want to have conversation. I want to buddy in. I yeah. want to add to, but I can't do it. So tonight. Do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Add in. Jump, jump in. in. Jump no, I feel in you on that. Because <laughs> uh, I'll listen to podcasts and do the same thing. Right. Sometimes I'll just like start yelling or something wherever I'm listening to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Be like, no, nah, but what about this? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's there just the way go. it goes, man. It's all it's always just a one way conversation, but that's why we got to do more of these <laughs> interviews or just have more people on, just so we can have a 
third perspective, if you will. A third perspective. Yeah, his, okay. mine, and yours. Sure. So, nothing wrong with that. So, with everything going on in the world today, the mm -hmm. vaccine, the election, or do we not do politics here? It doesn't matter. I don't do it either. So, anyways, with everything going on in life, <laughs> you know, basically, we just have to, what, sit back and chill, take it as it comes. That's it. Don't get Pretty mad. Much. Get better. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, what else can you do, you know? Yeah. I'm no politician, so I can't really jump in and change stuff, I guess, which probably sounds a little defeatist, but yeah, I mean, what what else can we do, you know, aside from voting, which we can argue all day if that even matters. <laughs> Correct. On the right. presidential level, anyway. For sure. I agree. Yeah, man, uh, Trump won his last election. And he was, uh, what, 46% of the popular vote? Huh. <laughs> I don't even remember. It was something in the, in the high 40s. So you don't even have to have the most votes to win. And that's my problem with the whole system. Uh -huh. I think that's just stupid, you know. So, and, I, and I understand that you know, a third party being introduced is going to take away some of that popular vote. Um, and I understand the uh, college, electoral college, and how it would be unfair for some states. Some states would be ignored because they're so small, so they end up having more electoral votes. But um, <laughs> I heard you sneak a little bit of derp in there. Wait a minute, hold it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, I did. <laughs> but. You guys can edit that out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll do, that. We'll do that. No, I, I can see you guys. <laughs> and Mike's mom was on, and yeah, she burped a lot also, okay? So we're not pigs, right? <laughs> no, this is the place to do it, you know? Freedom of speech, Belch. Uh, so I, I understand the whole reasoning behind it all, but I just don't agree with it, man, uh, that, that somebody so unpopular could win that, that's just a bummer to me and it really really makes me feel like uh the vote doesn't mean anything even though the electoral college is supposed to be going off of the popular vote per state you know, yeah per oh. state you know they're supposed to be but then if they don't then you get what you get a knucklehead with bad hair and orange face mm. Running so, the show. Who continues to call to it vote. the China virus? Yeah. I just mm. can't. <laughs> okay, so what about the recent, and then we can, like, what about the recent conversations that have been um, released about him knowing how bad it was, but he did not want to scare the population? He didn't want to put us in a panic. Yeah, that was the latest thing. I, I saw that. Did you hear about that, Sean? He said. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about it. I mean, I've heard different things also. I've heard that he didn't follow pandemic protocol. Mm. Yeah, these are the things he said like, straight out of his mouth. So. It's almost like he's just like, fuck it. I'm going to do it my way, and it's going to be great. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be vastly better than any other way that you could think of doing it. And you're going to love it. Yep. <clears throat> and 
I don't know. I did yeah. take, uh, I took some time because I mean, I think I've said it on here before, but I'd, I'm just so uneducated with even uh, Biden. You know, I'm struggling on how I'm going to vote when it comes time because I do want to vote. I do respect the fact that, you know, people in my own family fought for our freedom or to keep the freedom for the right to do it. Mm hmm. Even though I don't think it really matters at the end of the day that we all go out and vote. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I'm still going to do it. Um, so I'm trying to figure out who the hell I'm going to vote for. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm not going to say that on this podcast, but right. I will be just truthful. I don't know yet. Right. But I was reading like 67 you know, hot button issues for the election. And one of them, it was a question on whether we should... Uh, get rid of the electoral college mm. and then it shows which each party you know you're either pro you're, you're against or you're you know neutral and it'll give their answers and uh oh, it was kind of interesting man i'll have to try and find that link if if you're interested at all just i to, i'm so interested please send me that link to read the uh i mean they had like black Lives matters on there uh freaking i mean you know down to like some pipeline thing from canada into the u.s like hmm. stuff that i just was like huh i didn't i missed that pipeline thing what is that why does that you matter said pipe oh. um yeah that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> it really is oh um, well i thought it was interesting sorry my point was that thought there yeah. maybe that'll even be on the the ballot like, should we get rid of the Electoral College? I mean... Hmm. It'd have to go through quite a few steps before it gets on the ballot, but... Yeah, and I mean, that's, you know, that would be years in the making. It's not going to yeah, be it's like... it's got to go through... That's got to go through Congress. It's got to go through legislature, blah, blah, blah. But it is the driving force. It's an interesting point, and it's definitely an interesting um, conversation I have, and... I think that, I mean, it it would be such a big change for our country's politics that, you know, it, it would take a lot to to write that out of law, you know. Mm -hmm. So for every one law that's created, um, let's say it takes a year to to put one law, get one law passed, it'll take fifteen years to unwrite a law. You know, it just it's just so much harder to get rid of something that's the status quo because you got so many people that are married to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheers. Yeah. Salute. Up yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got uh, three new flasks from mom cleaning out the garage. Ooh. This bad boy out. <clears throat> Beautiful. Fancy. Yeah, Crystal. Nice. They're older than us. Yes, I've had That's them for a very long man. time. It's gorgeous. <clears throat> Not telling my age, but I've had them for a very long time. So, and it's pretty cool. You ever you ever drink eighteen hundred? Yes. Oh. So you know how on the eighteen hundred caps you can uh, well in the bottle you can turn it upside down and fill the cap, right? And then take a shot out of the cap. Can you I do, do that with those? That. That's how these are. You didn't know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, it's open on the inside, so I, the cork yeah, is around that. the stem, 
the stem has a hole in it, you can turn it upside down and just take a shot right out of the cap. That's a big shot, though, Sean, don't you think? The glass is pretty thick. It's, it's not a manly bad. shot. Yeah. That's a Viking shot right there. <laughs> this mm. is, it's probably two ounce. It's probably a two ounce. Uh, well, hell. That's only two ounces? After this shot, I'll let you know. No, that looks like at least three. I'll turn it upside down. I'll, I'll do a test and see if it actually works. Anyway. So, um, for our listeners who don't just want to sit there being around bored. to the camera, though. I'm sorry, Sean. Go ahead. He sees it just fine. No, you're good. So He sees it. Look. Mm. The flask is emptying into... I'm going to say that's at least three or four ounces, bro. It's got to be. But I'll let you know. So in, so the, the cap is a... It's like another mini flask. It's quite impressive, I must and say. you know some drunk ass invented that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, You're not the, even going to do the shot? Right. I, that's what I was just thinking. Well, I was no, going to say that. I couldn't pull it, no, I couldn't pull the cap off fast enough without spilling. That's what she that's said. The issue. Oh, there's always a little spill for the homies. Yeah. It is pretty cool, though. That That's definitely like four shots. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, and I'm not. Hey man, that. that's beautiful. Yeah. So, um, how long have you guys been doing this podcast now? Um, so yeah, hundred and eighty, one hundred and eighty-one episodes. Wow. We did the first one the week before Mother's Day, just over two years ago. Yes. Dang. And I've listened to. A lot of them, I didn't start from the first one. Well, that's you know, good. How most, how most people go one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Well, Mike's mom went from the top going back down. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think most people do it your way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed it. You know, it was like, okay, going back, you know, seeing where you guys started from, how far you guys have come. Yeah. And you guys have come a long way. Yeah. It's you've been, been consistent. Well, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you've been pretty consistent, you know. It's uh so the first episode dropped May 5th, 2018. So, we are going on two and a half years. Dang. All right. Yep, so May was two years. One, two, three, four. Two years, four months. Wow. Yeah. And for someone like Mike, who's a, is, am I saying that right, introvert? Introvert. Introvert. Yeah. Well, that's why this is perfect for him. Yeah, I don't have to see anybody. <laughs> you just look at one person, right? You can <laughs> talk in the mic. It's, it's easy. <laughs> it's easy in small crowds, but if we, if we took this show on the road and mm -hmm. did stadiums, I'd probably have a anxiety attack. Just before you go on. Right before Did I touch the stadiums. microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that unfathomable? Can you bring two leather chairs out, some whiskey, we're going to smoke cigars? and Oh, we'll sit on the couch. I like a, that idea. Sit on the couch with a rug in front and some lamps. A dark stage. The only light is from the lamps. 
That's I'll, very I'll Dave have a Matthews of you. That yeah. makes me think about um, whatever. Um, Eighty-five South South Show. You guys ever watch it? And that's what they do with um, what is it? Eighty-five South Show. Uh-uh. Um, a couple people from um, Wildin' Out. Three of the guys from Wildin' Out. Okay. They've gone from state to state, basically, with a stage, a couch, you know, uh, a DJ, a basically. Band. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And Maybe just, we should do it. They just do what we're doing right now. Sit around and shoot the shit. You know? We, we have to get a lot larger. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a little bit more than a, a couple thousand people that, that have listened. I don't even know what our numbers are anymore. It's been a while since I've looked. No? Yeah. Now would not be the time to do anything like that anyway because of COVID. Right. Which, dude, so... <clears throat> We had a wedding this past Saturday. We have another. Actually, we have a midweek wedding, and then we have another um, Saturday wedding. But the Saturday wedding is out of state. And I guess it doesn't matter if I talk about Indiana, but, like, they just they don't seem to give two shits. About COVID? Yeah. I mean, they can, like, they are at the place where they're letting... Um, gatherings of 250 people happen and <laughs> just like, legally huh legally yeah wow so like our last wedding i'm not going to talk about that one but we've done one in the past where you know it's only 50 people and they you know people had the masks on in the church and they sat people six feet from each other at the reception and they didn't do hardly anything at the reception anyway and it was awkward as hell but you know they you could tell like okay yeah covid's a thing let's be a little proactive here but dude this venue in indiana is like nah 250 go for it i don't care if you wear a mask that's crazy and it just makes me a little frightened because you know work with someone who yeah and i have family that like i I wouldn't want to like i'm never not really too afraid to get it myself i think i'll be okay um but i don't want to kill family members you know sure it's just nuts like what do you do by the by the way we're we're in 50 different countries really yeah being listened to 50 different countries yeah podcast great U.S., United Kingdom, Ireland, Canada, Netherlands. I'm not going to name all 50, but... China. Does it tell you how many listeners you have from those regions? hmm Okay. Yep. And how many plays? I'm looking at the, the page right now that tells us how many plays we've had in the different countries. Okay. So, uh... Good, bad, ugly, or indifferent? They're full plays. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some people probably hate listen. Yeah, well, you never know. Like Saudi Arabia, we got <laughs> we got three listeners in Saudi Arabia. It's wow. pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. But nine thousand thirty-one plays in the U.S. We're up to now. Nine thousand. Well, let's take that to ten thousand. Nine thousand thirty-one plays. Just in the U.S. or overall? J- just in the U.S. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Huh. That's Someone likes us burping. <laughs> 
So. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Salute. That's a good one. Salute. You have it. Yep. <clears throat> so, um. GG's listening. That's for sure. Shout out to Gigi. Hey, Gigi. No. <laughs> yes. My mom doesn't know who Gigi is, so. No, hey, neither, Gigi. neither do I. Thanks for listening. And then user 346. Oh, I think that's their phone number. Mm, don't give that out. I'm not giving that one out. But yeah, total plays up to uh up to the first of the year is 9,964. That's pretty good. Heck yeah. I won't complain about that. Anyway, you were saying, I'm sorry. I kind of derailed you there. Your mom was talking. That wasn't me. Yeah. Oh, well then, since I was talking, how about I have a couple questions? And this will be for Mike. Shoot. And Sean. I'm going to call this stories from the hood. Sean, I don't know from where you're from, but it was still your hood. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I guess for, for and, a few years, yeah. Yes, and it's called We Can't Make This Ish Up. Give me a story that you just know that you it was like mind-blowing, fabulous, funny. You know, the best thing that you can remember, and it was something that happened that you couldn't even make up even if you tried to. It's the realest shit that ever happened. Hmm. It's kind of tough, actually. The realest, really? the realest shit that ever happened? Yeah. Pos- like, positive, you mean, or negative? Take it in any way you want to. I'm, hmm. The question was, <clears throat> we can't make this ish up. Hmm. I'm probably so going to have to think about that. Hmm. Can't make this up happened it was real it's like i can't believe this happened hmm well do you have one maybe it'll give me time to think me yeah these are my thoughts that i wrote down <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta have answers to go with it yes though. yes i do this is your interview so how about you answer it then is it my interview yeah mm. supposed to be we can't make this ish up how about I love this one, okay? All right. Me being 15, 13, 14, I don't know, 13, 14, 15. Um, at that age, when you see adults, which would be around our age right now, out in the street fighting over nothing, and you're a child, you're just looking back, why are the parents in the streets fighting? <laughs> Do you ever know? Nope. No. <laughs> would you say nope no no but you can't make it up it just it happened yeah. you were you even as a child i wonder why is this happening but usually it's only because somebody said something that somebody didn't like or you was in somebody's business you shouldn't have been in you know so or she a cheating hoe mm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Or he is. That's when cheater. somebody come knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. I oh, don't parents know. be That's crazy though. 
But no. go ahead. Yeah, parents be crazy. Seriously. Not your parents, though. But yeah, Not parents my parents. Be crazy. But yeah, parents be crazy. They don't be taking care of shit like they're supposed to. Some of them these days. Um, I'm trying to think of something. I suck at remembering stuff in general, so. Hmm. So do I, Sean. Um, if there was that I one thing. can't make up, but actually happen. You, you got a funny story that you told on Pioneer 27. <clears throat> What's that story? Uh, this is before you were married, so just in case Brooklyn is listening. Some old lady or some chick walked into a store when you were about to walk out. And she, uh. Oh, my beard? Yeah. Yeah, but that's. Is that what you're looking for? It was a funny so story. I was, I was in a liquor store. It was funny somewhere, to me. Somewhere. I'm pretty sure it was a liquor store. Mm hmm. Uh, I think it's the one right off Trumbull and Forest. Mm, in the hood. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm, where he was living. <laughs> He was living in a hood off of uh, okay. the White Hood, White Bridge. White Bridge. <laughs> what was the name of that? What was the name of that street? He just told you Trumbull and uh. No, no, no the street, street he was living on. The street you were living on. Forest. You weren't living on Forest. You were living on uh. Forest and Avery. Avery, yeah, that's what I was looking for. But yeah, Avery was the street. Forest was the corner. Yeah, the intersecting street, mm -hmm. the side street. I don't know why I said intersecting street. Nobody says that in Detroit. Mm. The side Where street. The was... streets intersect. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, shut up. Go. Anyway, I was in this packy. He's probably getting cigarettes or liquor, or both. I don't know. And I'm standing in line, and I, you know, that was kind of like my spot because I could walk to it. I mean, it was like two blocks down the road. So I knew the owner, Shane. Dude, if he ever listened to this, that would be dope. Um, it would be. But anyway, he's just mad cool. And uh, so we would always chat. So, you know, it's kind of like you were saying the hood. I mean, it was hoodish. Like everyone kind of knew each other. But even if they didn't, like you were in my hood. So I'm going to talk to you. I'm not just going to stand there and be awkward, you know? And, sure. um, so yeah, this this lady in front of me was, you know, she, she we were just talking and she's like, "Ooh." Actually, this happened to me twice. This also happened to me at Starbucks once. But she turns around, she's like, "Ooh, baby." She's like, "Tell me, you put that gray in that beard or is that natural?" And I'm like, mm. "Girl, this is all natural." <laughs> she's like, "Ooh." You know black women like men with some gray in their beard. And I was like, I did not know that, but I do mm. now. <laughs> well, that's a nice lesson for you. Now you get you a nice aged, it could be a young man, nice beard, mm -hmm. little gray in it. I don't care he could be bald or not. That beard and that is everything to a young woman. Well, if it's a clean, middle aged though, right? woman. <laughs> Huh? Like you can't have it all homeless, shaggy. No, 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 no. It's gotta be trimmed up. Nice it's be and looking. trimmed and sexy. Yeah. Sculpted. Yes. Sculpted, as Michael said, but I'm gonna say sexy because that's what when it is. the response you get <laughs> is from a woman saying, Oh my god, 
that is so sexy. Yeah. So that's that. Yes. I don't he could know. Be a 70-year-old man, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> if he's cleaned up and it's all blended together, he's hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Mhm. Believe it. <laughs> so then the same ex- exact conversation happened in Starbucks once. And I was just like, man, black women love my beard. I don't know what it is. See, now you know. It's the salt and pepper, baby. Salt and pepper. Hey, salt and pepper make everything taste a little bit better. Because listen, that's not even a racist thing. I've never had a white chick be like, you put gray in that beard? Because you're looking (laughs) good. (laughs) Right. We have no shame. Right. It's like, I must speak the truth. Yeah. And you deserve to hear it right now. <laughs> and I love it. I definitely love it. Yes. So, um I don't think that yeah. really answers your question though. I mean that's not a No, that is something that yeah? you can say that I can't make this ish up. All right. It happened to you. And it made you feel good. Yeah. Right. So Show yeah, off. that. I got a story, though, and you can clarify now that you're here. I, I've told this story before. We were in Panama. You were working at the bar. Mm, I worked at the bar in Detroit after we came back from Panama. Okay. Go on with the so story. there's clarification right there. <laughs> I thought we were in Panama. Yes. I just remember this being a really, really little kid. Yes. I'm at the bar with you. And it's the Easter party. It was an Easter party. Yes, for little kids. Okay. So let me just clarify. Story is all right. You just clarified. You were five, six, maybe. Yeah. Once we came back home from Panama, I got a job at an half hours joint. Okay. And at Easter time, we decided that we were going to have a party. Okay. For the kids and all the kids came and we actually have a picture of you dancing your little heart out on the dance floor. <laughs> all right. Well, we're not releasing that photo. We need to find that photo. No, we don't. We're good. <laughs> so, I um I remember going to the bathroom. I had to pee. I don't remember it being a kids party cuz I don't remember any of the kids. And I remember going to It's because you're bathroom. an introvert. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he was dancing by himself. <laughs> but go on. I remember going to the bathroom. And I remember um, this guy walks up to the little urinal next to me. And he had on an all-white suit with a white hat. He takes a piss. I take a piss. I turn around, I look at him, and I say, oh, does your mom work here, too? <laughs> and he was like, my mom. He said, little boy, I'm a grown-ass man. Mm. But we're about the same height. <laughs> Interesting. Do, am I remembering it wrong? I wasn't in the men's bathroom. I know you weren't in the men's restroom. Standing at the urinal next to another man. I I would have taken you to the ladies' restroom if I had to take you to the restroom. I just thought that maybe you might remember this story. But I remember him. He was a little person. And he said he was a grown-ass man. (laughs) Was this your first interaction with a midget? 
It was, and I fell in love with midgets from that point on. But was he a midget? He was. <clears throat> or he was. He was just say? a little bit. Little person. Little person. Because you were young. Say... You were really little then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I was five, six years old, I was really little. For sure. Um, but I remember him saying, I'm a grown ass man. And he was just as short as I was. Interesting. That affected my life. Because <laughs> I, I had no idea that God made humans that small. Grown adults that small. So did it affect your life for the good, for the better? Yeah, I fell in love with midgets from that point on. I was like, yeah, little people rock. That's cool. You don't remember that? I've never heard that story. Interesting. I don't remember the story, but the party I can verify. Okay. It was on Van Dyke, and it was like you had to, Van Dyke and Jefferson. You had to oh, drive up in this place. It was at really an half hour joint, but you had to, they let the, the garage door up, and then you can drive up in there, and there was a bar, a club hmm. up in there. Hmm. You know, I think the place actually still sits there, but I don't think it's being used right now. So, but yeah. All right, I got another one. Okay. I when we were living on Baldwin, we're living on Baldwin, Grandma's house. I um I remember there was a midget that lived across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck on midgets, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who was the midget? I remember he he walked outside to his car and it was like a stretch. I think it was a Fleetwood and it was it was like a tan colored Fleetwood. I'd have to fact check that story with the few people, but and it was a it was a yellow house. The Andersons lived in that house. Hey, Andersons! They lived in that house, and I do believe they did have a, a older brother that was a shorter person. But he probably wasn't a midget. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll smoke too much. So, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so, so, I guess so. What I'm thinking I think is, was. you think he was a midget? I think so. It was one of the, it was one of the, or if he brothers. was, if he wasn't a midget, he was like very, very short, pretty damn close to a midget, like five, two. Mm -hmm. I just remember him being super muscular. Mm -hmm. So, that's right. He was like, Diesel, yeah, muscle, muscle bound diesel, and um, I remember him going out to the back of the car, getting something out the trunk, and I don't know why that stuck in my head, but it did because probably because I thought that he was a midget, and I'm like, oh, I've seen one of you before, and <laughs> just, <laughs> just just hey, thought it was super cool. Hey, sir, you're a grown ass man, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> You have to be because you're driving the car. <laughs> yeah, he was getting something out the trunk. I just remember that. All right, I got another one. Do you remember on Baldwin again, a little penny candy store at the corner opposite of Gratiot? Warren. Warren. There's a little penny candy store over there. Do you remember that store? That store I, was there all my life. I'm telling you, so obviously I remember it. Okay. There was a house a few doors down from the corner 
and I remember them, they had caught a turtle. <laughs> and they gutted the turtle, sliced the neck, turned it upside down. No. Actually, actually what they did was they, they chopped the head off the turtle, put it on a stick, and then they took the body and put it on another stick and was draining out the blood. The cook fuck? it and eat it. Yeah, to yeah, they were about to they were about to make. Which turtle. family was that? It was a few doors down from the corner. I don't remember the name of it. They might have just put it on the fence, not on the stake, and they were just letting it drain out because they were going to make turtle soup. I never tell you about that. No, was I around? I, yeah, you were around. I think. I don't know. I might have just been with Grandma, or I, I mean, just, with Carl. That's what I'm saying. Running up and down the street, yeah, playing I, with I the kids. Yeah, I might have just been with no. Carl. Yeah, okay. going to the penny candy store. I remember we used to penny candy. How long has that been? He's telling dude, his age. It was a Go penny ahead. candy store. You give them a dollar, and they give you a sandwich bag full of gummy bears. That's what I remember. That's all you wanted. That's all I remember getting. Okay. On my way bears. there was a. A big old sandwich bag full of uh, gummy bears. Fresh gummy bears, too. I can almost taste them. Mm. I don't know. Sean, all I remember is walking him down that street when he began to walk, learn how to walk. We'd walk to that store, walk <laughs> back home. Grash it to Warren on Baldwin. Cheers. Salute. Cheers. Up yours. Cheers. <clears throat> That's crazy. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, mom, are you a uh, Lions fan? You a Lions? Are you a Lions fan? Detroit Lions. Oh, am I? Are you asking me a question? Yes, ma'am. Am I a Lions fan? Yeah. I am a fan of all Detroit. Oh, I knew that answer. I just wanted other people to hear it. Because all Detroiters say the same thing. No, um, I am a fan. So did you watch the game yesterday? None of them in the last few years, but I'm a fan. Hizzle, I know you didn't, oh. right? I did, actually. Oh, I, nice. So, so the other day, I got the Cody box to work again. I downloaded new software on it, um, and I was able to watch NFL Red Zone. Because I, I joined uh, my brother-in-law's fantasy league, and I did pretty damn good, by the way, but... I don't have anybody playing today, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up in like third place for the week. But um, at the end of Sunday, I was in the lead up to the last game, the last game between Dallas and um, uh, who did Dallas play? I didn't watch that game. I watched it, fell asleep halfway through it, caught the end of it. Anyway, great game. Great game. I was just exhausted. Um, but yes, I did see the Lions play. And uh, man, it was an amazing fourth quarter comeback, right? Did they win? They I... lost. They lost by four or three. No, they lost by three. That's it? Yeah, but the thing is, is like it was they were up like 21 to three. 21 to six or something. 
Yeah, something like that. The the whole game, all the way to the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh shit, look at the Lions. So then right. I got invested, because I'm not really a Lions fan, but I used to live there for a couple of years, so I'll follow them, you know? Right. And then, sure as shit, I was like, just another... In true Lions form. <laughs> another Lions fucking letdown. I, I, I was about to ask, so was there, has there been any improvement? Or no, is it- there's no improvement. It's we made like, the playoffs for the first time in 50-something years a few years ago. Right. And that coach that took us there, they fired him. We haven't been. <laughs> they fired him for not winning. He's the most winningest coach in, <laughs> in the last 50 years, and they fired him to get somebody else, Matt Patricia from New England. And, oh. um, and he, hasn't, he hasn't done anything. The dude can bar- the coach can barely take care of himself, right? He's on the sideline with a cane mm. because he's too big, mm. and he's just not taking care of himself, and it just well, doesn't make any sense. Team. And he's coaching the team. Head coach. Yeah, he needs to work out with the team so he can lose some fucking weight. Yeah, because there's no respect there. I can't. I can't. I can see that. No. It. You know. I can't. How can I respect you as who you are? When you're nowhere doing and putting in the work that I'm putting in to even maintain your own self. Right. He's got a bunch of health issues, and I'm, I'm hoping because he's still very young. Actually, he's a, actually a very good guy. Matt Patricia is actually a very good guy. And he's a good coach, and a lot of people in the organization really do respect him, actually. But he... uh He's not taking care of himself the way that he should. He's got way too much money to be uh, as, I don't know. I'm not going to say that. He needs to do better. That's what I'll say. By himself. Okay. He needs to do better by himself. Okay. He needs to take care, better care of himself mm-hmm. and show a little bit better self-care, self-respect. And I think that he will, if he did that, he would win the hearts of the city. And perhaps they'll win the next. And perhaps he might do better. Yeah, seriously. If his team no, saw team, him, yeah. if his team saw him getting healthier and getting better, I would bet my bottom dollar that he would get more respect from the team. But that's just me. So that's my opinion. No, I think that's just the way of the world, man. When you respect yourself <clears throat> and you hold yourself to certain standards. People see that and want to get behind it, and then they fall in line. It's just leadership, you know? I think that's what it is, is leadership. And it's something that you may not really think about too much, but you definitely react to. Yep, 100%. And, yeah, dude, I watched the last half of that game, and I was like, here they go. (laughs) They get your hopes up, and then they're like, sucking ass. Dude, it looked like Matthew Stafford played great, but at the last second, he threw a touchdown pass to a rookie. Yeah. That should have caught the ball. That would have been it. Game over right there. It would have been game over. That was the win. That was the win. Um and the the and and Stafford threw a bullet. It was perfect. It was right on target. And the dude dropped the ball. And just call it you know, freshman jitters, he's a rookie. Call it whatever you want to call it. 
but people that have been watching the Lions forever, they call it same old Lions. <laughs> SOL. Just is what it is. I mean, if Stafford is to blame about anything, it's that he threw the ball to a rookie. But let's just say, by happenstance, the rookie actually caught the ball and, um, and won the game for the team. That would have done wonders for that rookie's confidence, right? Mm-hmm. He would have been a perfect go-to guy the rest of the season. And, um, and his value would have gone up dramatically had he made, actually caught it. Yeah, that would have made him the GOAT, huh? Yeah. So, so I think that I, I don't fault Stafford for the decision that he made to, to throw it to the guy. Um, and they don't obviously show the whole field as to see if there was somebody else open, which would definitely implicate Stafford as an idiot. But I, I, I can see kind of why he threw the ball to him, you know, if my theory is correct. But it was a bummer, man. They never should have came back from a single-digit number, three or six. I can't remember what they had. I think it was three. Um, all the way to the fourth quarter to come back and win the game. Yeah. It makes no sense. It happened. It did happen. So, so speaking of... uh quarterbacks and then we can drop the football shit saw Brady in his new uniform playing for the first time did you watch that game at all I watched that game as well and what did he do he lost yeah he did but did you see his stats up against Drew Brees amazing yeah (laughs) I mean number one and number two Tom is the shit he's the goat there's no question about it he's the goat you know ugh I don't know. That team's got some work. Well, you know, they didn't have a preseason, right? So with no preseason, they don't get a chance to actually play together on the big stage and actually gel and work those kinks out. So, you know, he might lose his second game. But there's no question that he's going to be in the playoffs and they're going to be top contenders. I just enjoy watching him play, man. Yeah. The way he works the field, even with a brand new team and all that shit, like... He's amazing. I mean, he just... He he makes his own case for, yeah, this is why I'm the shit. Absolutely. And I love the fact that he... What was that one play? They were like a yard and a half away. Gronk came out for the first time. Mm -hmm. And Brady saw the hole and just took it. Yep. And I was like, Brady's just like, fuck you. I'm back, bitches. Yeah. He <laughs> scored he basically scored the only touchdown in the game for his team. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be a girl here and say, So what te- what team is um Tom Brady playing for right now? <laughs> Tampa Bay. Oh, interesting. Buccaneers. He, he just you. switched after <laughs> twenty seasons, I think it was, with the Pats. Sure. He should have retired from the Pats, but he didn't. Okay. He still wanted to play. And he's feeling amazing. Mm-hmm. He's 42 years old. Or 43. One of those. 42 or 43. And the Pats would be the Patriots. Patriots, yeah. Mm, okay. Cam Newton. Did you see Cam Newton? Oh. And the Patriots? I did so, not. I, I could not uh, get the Patriots game here. And I'm not paying okay. 60 bucks a month to watch shit. It's not worth it. But mm. Cam Newton played uh, 
his first year as the quarterback for the Patriots since uh, Brady vacated the spot. And Cam Newton rushed for two touchdowns on his own. The nice. dude is amazing, and they won the game. So Cam is going to go Miami. nuts. Yeah. yeah, Cam is going to go nuts this year. And then Russell Wilson had a hell of a game. A hell of a game, dude. Yeah, so with Red Zone on the Cody box, I'm able to see all the games all day long. Is it live? It's live. So oh, the way Red Zone works is when any team gets into the Red Zone, the 20 yards before you know the end zone, it flips to them. So that you're getting all the the oh, hype so parts. Watching just one game, then. No, you're watching all the games, so you get the mm-hmm. you get the hype. You get the hypest points of every single game that's on at that time. So, anytime any team gets into the red zone, it flips to them. Okay. Huh. Yep. Speaking of hype, Fox is doing this thing where they put in crowd noise. They're all doing it. Every stadium. Well, the first game I watched, there w- it was like barely there. I mean, I didn't even hear it really. Yeah. <clears throat> and it drives me fucking nuts because we all know ain't no one in that bitch. <laughs> I mean, just nobody's I, there. It's actually cool. Like the first game I caught, you could hear the players talking and yelling. Yeah. Like that was cool. I want to hear sure. that. I don't want to sure. hear fake. Rawr! Come on. Over the crowd noise. That's we know no one's give there. Give you the real what's going on. <laughs> sure. Right. No, the crazy thing is that it's it's always been that way. There's always somebody on the field that's mic'd up because what they do is they, they'll create these DVDs and sell them at the end of the year. This is, the, this is your team's season. And somebody different is always mic'd up on the field, a couple different people on uh-huh. the defense and on the offense. Um, so you get a chance to hear what they say in the huddle and then they do the nice little highlights and stuff like that and you get a okay. DVD at the end of the year. So, um, especially for like, you know, they do it for every single team. But the DVD, I think, is typically the for the Super Bowl champs and you can see their entire season okay. and, uh, and watch the DVD. So, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed hearing them talk yeah but then i've switched over to fox i think to watch the lions game and it was just all and i'm just like why there's no one there (laughs) lions lost their first game at home god it was so disappointing it is and i'm not like i'm not even a huge lions fan but i remember watching football with salbo now and he would attest to the whole they always let you down. <laughs> always. But I'll never not be a fan. Right. You can't. I'll always be, be like he, you know, Detroiters are always Detroit teams. Exactly. And I respect the shit out of that. I think it's awesome. Cuz like I grew up so many places that, mm-hmm. you know, by the time I got into football, it was kind of like I just had to pick who I wanted. <laughs> I didn't have loyalties, you know. Where are your loyalties now? NFL, I don't have any at all. Really? 
Uh, I like I'm to watch the Lions. NBA. Well, see, here's, here's my theory or how I work with NFL. I'm a huge Georgia Bulldog fan, which is college football. Okay. Which is starting up in two weeks. Ooh, can't fucking wait. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then when they get drafted, I just follow them on the teams they go to, right? So that's kind of what I do. But, you know, I just like football, so I'll watch pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Then. Yeah, this Cody box that I've got, man, I'm so happy. I, I just on a whim decided to download the latest software and I was able to watch the UFC. Uh, I was able to watch DC lose his last fight of his career. Mm. And that sucked, uh, but it was a really, really good fight. Um, I'm, I'm typically just going to my brother-in-law's house to watch the UFC. Now I can watch it at home. I'll probably still go over there anyway because it's nice to watch it with a bunch of guys, but um, it's nice being able to, to get all of these pay-per-view fights and matches and stuff mm-hmm. like that and, uh, and not have to pay for it. Sure. Send your hate mail to <laughs> Sean at unchurchpodcast.show. I will um, read and then delete. There you go. And I want you guys to know that I love that part, how you bounce off each other. You say something and you, and you say, send the hate mail to the other person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it, okay? <laughs> yeah. Sorry we I mean, went on I a little it sports so much, rant. But I don't yeah. want the hate mail. Send it to the other person, you know? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. We should just give a fake email. Like That wouldn't be any fun. It okay. wouldn't be. We can keep no. it the way it is then. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Just keep it real. You know what so I'm saying? So moms, since you're on yes. the podcast, I don't think you want to talk about football, which is fine. We've done what it else, for the last What else you want to rap about? <laughs> wow. What else do I want to rap about? Let's rap about changes. Yeah. How's Phoenix? Wow. Was that the first change that came to your mind? <laughs> it was. That was the first change. Man, Phoenix is as close to hell as you can get to hell. But Phoenix is nice. Well, I don't live in Phoenix, Michael. Huh? I'm not in Phoenix. No, but anyways, you, you don't I'm have to say the, the city that you're okay, in. Well, that's not the point. Because Phoenix, how about it's Arizona? All right, Phoenix is wonderful. Okay. Um. So how are you liking the switch from like? Back and forth. Well, no, my desire. just the, the, the difference in climate. I mean, the people probably have to be different, you know? I mean, you grew up in Detroit, correct? Phoenix, yes. Now Phoenix you're moving a melting to pot. Arizona. Like, that's got to be. It's a melting pot. Yeah? Yes. You would be surprised that the people that you meet um just in conversation and you know if you have on detroit wear or whatever if you talk to someone oh they they just relocated there or they've been there for they they wasn't born and raised there they've been there for 5 10 15 20 years they came they visited and they had their stuff shipped to them it's like Hmm. they never left again you know so um it's 
It is what it is. Yeah. It's hot. But <laughs> my desire? Mm. Now, mom's desire. What do you desire? Mm. You want to know, right? <laughs> Sean asked Michael. Just it. Talk. My desire is to spend Phoenix summers in Detroit. Kind of like a snowbird? Yeah. I just didn't want to use that word. No, I get you. People get jealous and they hate that, you know. That's more of a Florida term anyway. Yeah. But that's okay. It's a Phoenix term too. Yeah. I mean, an Arizona term. Yes. Snowbirding. Hey, listen. I grew up hearing snowbird and thinking they were weird. (laughs) Then when I moved to Massachusetts and experienced negative degree weather and blizzards Hmm. and digging your car out. And your beard freezing, just walking like 50 yards. <laughs> Was that before Detroit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then moving to Detroit and experiencing the same weather, if not worse, because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like it's lake effect. I totally get snowbirds now. <coughs> and exactly. if, if I'm, me and my wife are ever wealthy enough, we will I'm have two enough. homes. And yes. we will totally do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I am not that wealthy, but I am blessed. And my seed is blessed. Getting okay. biblical. You, you don't have any seed. You have children. My eggs. My children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, just for well, the record. Right. Okay, for the record. You don't have any seed, for uh, the record. I was reading between the lines. I get you. Yeah, no, we understand. I'm just saying. And my seed seed <laughs> is blessed. There you go. Since I'm being corrected. Okay. I'm so, just saying. My you know, children. Accuracy. I'm blessed. My children are blessed. And my children's children are blessed. So, I mean, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Now, how about that? Since you corrected me. How about that? How about that? Catch me outside. Thanks, Sean. You know, after hearing your voice after all these times, it's nice to put a face to it. Girl, we've been met him before. I met Sean before. At my house several times. You may have been uh, partaking of certain things. Don't. (laughs) That would inhibit memory. Mm -hmm. Mm. But we met. You have definitely met Sean a few times. Wow. Here, here's what I I'm will say, say about it was here with, in this house. Listen, yeah, we, we hung out in that Sean. garage. We smoked a cigar together. Mm. Although Those I'll admit, I barely remember that time. Remember that time? That one time at bank camp. You remember barely. that one time? <laughs> no, seriously, you remember that one time? Which yeah, one? Me time? too. That yeah. one time. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That happened. Yeah. That cigar. Yep. Yep. Sure did. Yeah. It happened. It was probably my first cigar. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to like sound all. She's trying to make up for it, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. So how's the family, Sean? Hey, man. How's the family? How's my family? Yeah. Yeah. Man, they're all fucked up. <laughs> okay, how about your immediate? <laughs> how's the wife how's the wife and the kids not the you know not the yeah the other part 
Just the wife. Uh, my wife's wife. doing good. She's uh, yeah. working her butt off and good. Then helping me out with weddings on the weekends now and the so we've been back and because so right as COVID was happening and stuff was shutting down, we relocated because of her job. Okay. But then, like three months later, we started getting all these jobs for our video company mm-hmm. back in the town we moved from. So we've been back and forth so much, it's like we shouldn't have even left. You know, it's crazy. Okay, right. I mean, obviously we had to because yeah. of her occupation. Right. but And as long as it all works out in the end, I guess. Yeah, I mean, COVID, you know, has caused so many people to work remotely from home or, you know, changing up. Like, it's just... COVID's crazy <laughs> right now. Do you think that this would be the new norm? Uh, fully? Like 100%? No. 90%. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100% no? no? I'm saying I 100% agree with you. Sorry. Oh, that okay. That was confusing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was. I, I do but, think okay. there's going to be a lot more people working from home. There's going to be a lot more people probably cooking i mean our lives are never going to go back to what they were that's gone and if someone thinks that i'm wrong I good on I agree you, with you but i no. think you're stupid yeah i agree with you that some things may change but we have begun a new norm in our life you know just like 9-11 just passed yep 19 years ago i think it was they said yeah um, 19 we're still taking off our shoes in the airport <clears throat> since that day. Still doing a lot well, of things. Before that, that was a, well, the, that was just one thing. That, that was the shoe know. bomber that got yeah. us to do that. But yeah, you know. But I know what you're saying, shoe though. Bomber. I mean, life yeah. changed after guy. that. Yeah, like forever. We will do things now that we never would have because of that. Right. Same thing with COVID. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. I'm not. I I didn't tell you this because we haven't talked at length in the last couple of weeks. But I just found out that Tata Motors, you know, the company that I work for, Tata mm-hmm. Motors, mm-hmm. Tata uh, Their just motors said, "Are the tits?" Tata. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know you love it. Wor- <laughs> but wait a minute. I guess you say the tits. Hold that thought, but continue on, Michael. <laughs> we we um we're not going back to work until after the July shutdown. July. Yeah. That's cool. Next July. Yeah. Damn. There's no other. Well, so is there any point for you to go back to work? Like no, go, like air quotes no. go back. The no. only point there is is political. Because if you want a promotion, people got to see your work ethic. Yeah. That's it. And to see your smile. That's it. Yep. Because they don't care about actually what you do. They care about what they see. Because you can do a whole lot and they not see it. But, uh, yeah. But tatas. They, they actually just... <laughs> The September 1st, they they just decided to start allowing people to be promoted again. Mm. But it's promotions in like lower positions. 
So if you want to get a promotion in a higher position, which is what I'm going for, um, they actually got to see you. Relationships have to already be established. And COVID is really fucking that up. Sure. So, it, oh, it's fucking it up. Well, if you didn't have the. I'm not disagreeing, but again, you adapt, you adjust, and you overcome. I agree. So, therefore, there has to be a way during COVID to stand out still. It's very hard to do that. And so, basically, you needed to have the relationships already established before COVID in order to really get promotions, and that's what's starting to happen now. So I was off all last week because we were in Traverse City for Jenna's birthday. Um, starting back work today, my email was just flooded. I had a shit ton of emails to go through today. It took half my day to get through all of it. The promotions that came through, like HR actually put out an email basically saying, yeah, Starting September 1st, we're actually doing promotions again. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the party type of deal. Mm. So, um, Hope you get chosen, huh? Yeah. Um, and there's been a lot of older people, retirement age, that have decided to retire because it's bullshit sitting at home, not being able to actually interact with people face-to-face. Yeah. And the older generation... Just doesn't like that. They don't like managing Computers people or anything. Yeah, this the new technological <laughs> age. They don't want to. They don't want to manage people virtually. They want to manage people face to face. They want to be able to write you up if you're not at your seat for, you know, a half an hour or something like that. They're stupid. So thankfully, they're they're leaving as they should. They should retire. If you get 35, 40 years in a, in a company. It's time. Let somebody else. You should retire. Give somebody else a chance to grow. Absolutely. So, uh, so there, uh, there's been a mass exodus during COVID. Then they stopped all the promotions. But now September 1st happened. They're starting to do promotions because they have to backfill all the people that retired during COVID. And we're still in COVID. Obviously, um, but it, it's a it's a difficult thing to be able to be promoted unless you had the prior uh, relationships established. Because frankly, in this company, as large as it, as it is, you're not getting promoted off of your merits. You're getting promoted off of your relationships. Okay. Because that's the way that corporate America works. So can I change the subject? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, I'm sitting Sean Sean in America. I'm sitting in a chair right now. That is at least thirty years old. Director's you chair. You sat in that chair. Yeah. You sat in that chair. You know what chair I'm talking about? Oh, I do. It's about at least thirty years old. And I'm proud that my son still has this chair. It's nice, it's comfortable. Yeah. His auntie Alicia Jones gave it to him. Maybe I'll get her to listen one day since I've shouted out her name. There Maybe. You go. Um, not only he received one, but all the nieces and nephews around his age received one. And I guarantee you he's probably about the only one that still has his cheer. Really? 
Yes. I like old things. After all these years. I do too. Michael, you like old things? Old things. So can I tell this story about you? Yes, you can. Listen. (laughs) In the previous church that we went to, prior to marriages, he was preaching. I don't want no old things that people that are already pissed on listen up on. <laughs> I ain't say that. <laughs> that ain't true. Maybe he didn't say it like that, Sean, but, you know. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you I ain't never said nothing like Wait, that. Wait, he was preaching a message, though, and it was so funny. I still remember it, Michael. You probably don't. but uh, I ain't never <laughs> preached no message like that and said that. Actually, Dad. So, anyway. <laughs> That shit ain't true. I'm sitting in this chair, and I'm glad to hear him say that he likes old things. I do like old things. Because it just took me back to the time when he didn't want anything old or used. I like old scotch. (laughs) I like old bourbon. I like old whiskey. I like old wine. Yeah. I like a whole lot of old stuff. Stamp. So you're whatever. Just showing how much of an alcoholic you are right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, all that was alcohol wasn't. <laughs> wow, uh, it wasn't nothing about music. Old like music. Old I know. I like old music too. <laughs> okay. I like old music. I like old cars. Okay. I, I like old guns. We feel better now, Sean. Right. Yep. It wasn't all just alcohol, Michael. <laughs> but I thank you guys. Um, Speaking of alcohol. So Uh-oh. we were talking about something earlier. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't on a podcast. Uh, we had a story long ago. Yeah, which one? That uh, there was alcohol in the house. I said it was my daddy's alcohol. Oh, you want to go there? <laughs> <laughs> Sean. <laughs> go ahead, I'm listening. No, you tell the story because we have this conversation all all the time. So no, you go ahead and tell it. So my dad say he ain't had a drink in over thirty years, but I said that that the alcohol was his. Turns out it was my mom's alcohol the whole time, and I didn't know it. All the time, and he just <laughs> took the hit. He did. He took the hit. You know, I take it. You know, and wrap it up in a bag or something and stick it in the refrigerator. Well, you know, you got nosy kids and they want to dig and see what's in the bags and stuff. Well, I know this is not my mama drinking. It's got to be my daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I confess. God forgives. Yeah, so so basically, uh, even still, I, I took after my dad's drinking because what he, his drink was. Uh, Nothing. No, beforehand, when he was in the military. Oh, my God. Captain Morgan. He Captain was a Morgan. feisty oh. young character. Rum and Coke. But mostly, yes. Captain Morgan, yeah, that's warm. rum. Rum, yeah. Okay. Spiced Morgan. rum. Yes. Or as he would say, he's a feisty character. <laughs> but then he told me that you don't drink nothing unless you can drink it straight. So, so he was just even drinking. when he wasn't a drinker, huh? Even when he wasn't a drinker, that's what he said. That's what he said to me. Yeah. Don't drink nothing unless you can drink it straight. Right. Well, he, he would not that. be proud of me. Yeah. Well. 
I'd be mixing oh, shit drinker. all day long. <laughs> but yeah. So, so it was funny. I don't know what it was, but so dad drinks, dad buys a lot of drinks and he historically he keeps the bar stocked full. And then, and then you just corroborate this because I think I've said it before. He said, everybody think that I drink all this, but I don't. This is for my uh, professional drinkers. His professional drinkers. He have professional drinkers and he buys whatever you like. So instead of me liking or drinking one or two things and I'm good with that, well, not really because I'm not loyal. But anyways, um, we had a variety of drinks. And then everybody that would come over had their own drink that he would buy. That's but he cool. was not a drinker. But he just made sure the bar was always fully stocked with whatever. Yeah. You name it. Hey, it's probably on the bar. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to get there, but you I guess I drink too much. Drink it too fast. <laughs> you drink it too fast. fast. <laughs> you drink it before you can have help to come over and help you drink it? Yeah, I don't need no help. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. My wife, not too long ago, was like, I wish we could have like a liquor cabinet. But, you know, yeah. it'd Why? be gone. Because you drink it all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, well, I mean, of, uh, yeah. Shit. I got a buddy of mine, my COVID. buddy Dean. What do you want to do? Right. No. My buddy Dean, who's <laughs> who drinks three times as much as I do. He I uh, he says uh so I was I was talking to him a couple of days ago on the phone. And he says uh he says, uh, Tony at the wine garden, who you met, Tony. Tony's dope. Tony's dope. The guy who gave us the uh, generator when our power went out. Right. Okay. So Tony's like, uh, he's like, hey, I got these new store picks. And he, you know, put it out to the, to the customers. But he, he saves a bottle for the top, you know, top 10 customers that spend the most money. Yeah. Mm. So he calls my buddy Dean because halfway through the year, Dean is already at seven grand. I thought you were going to say, so naturally he calls me. <laughs> no, he didn't. Next, call. number two on the list, <laughs> right? <laughs> Dean's at seven grand. I don't ever get a call. So I got to follow, I follow him on social media in order to know when stuff is happening. Anyway, uh, he calls Dean. Dean calls me and says, hey, look, this new store pick is in because, you know, Dean knows that I like the same stuff that he, that he likes. Um, so Dean goes and picks up a bottle, a couple bottles. By the time he's gone, well, he goes there to pick up the bottles and it's all gone. He had oh. two bottles reserved for him. OK. Uh, so Dean's like, <laughs> Dean's like, uh. Damn, I forgot where I was going with this story. Mike, would you like a bottle? Or would you like a taste? Yeah, he invited me over to drink it, but that's not where I was going with this. We're talking about <laughs> we would drink the whole entire liquor cabinet if we had one. Right. Yes. Thank you, Sean. So, so Sean knows where I'm going. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, so, basically, uh, Tony does this store pick. 
and he sells it state minimum. You know, he makes his money. Right. He buys it wholesale. Mm-hmm. He sells it state minimum. And his profits are only the difference between his price and, and state and minimum. State price, right. And so Tony gets upset because a guy shows up to the liquor store, buys a bottle at state minimum, and then in an hour goes on Facebook to sell the bottle for $200. Uh, up to the state minimum for this particular store pick bottle was like 70 bucks. But he goes to sell it online for 200 bucks and makes a profit. And so Tony's like, uh, you know, this is why I, I check my list of who spends the most money here because there's a rewards program that I have no idea what rewards are there, but it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Uh, he calls his top 10 guys and says, hey, look, I've got this store pick coming. Make sure you're here. I'm putting it out at this time. Make sure you're here. My buddy Dean, he says something so smart. He's like, you know, he's a professional drinker. You've met Dean. I've met Dean. He's a professional drinker. He's like, if I'm going to buy a bottle, this is store pick, something special. I'm going to bring it home. I'm going to open it and I'm going to drink it. And that's kind of the way our family is. It's like, you're going to buy something. You're going to bless the bottle. Yeah. And we have our way of blessing the bottle. Yes, we do. You know. No, 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 no. I hit, I, I hit the bottom. Mom strokes the bottle. Oh, sexy. And then we drink the bottle. Professional drinkers. If you're going to drink, if you're going to drink something nice. Right. And you're going to enjoy it. And you're going to enjoy it. And you're going to enjoy the company and enjoy the conversation. Mm-hmm. You're going to open up the bottle. You're going to drink it. Yeah. That was my point. Getting to that. That one, wow. ass, one asshole tried to sell the bottle. Oh, he did sell the bottle for a huge profit. And then um, professional drinkers, we take our time and we actually and drink we it. And we enjoy it, yeah. We enjoy the time. And that's the benefit of, of our family. Something that I absolutely enjoy of being a Heinz. Why? Because Heinz's are professional drinkers. Heinz's don't drink. Heinz's are professional drinkers. We undercover. Or <laughs> <laughs> on top of the covers. I don't care. The Heinz's are professional drinkers. And we, spell our name right. And we spell our name right. It's not H E I N Z. Fuck that German spelling. Heinz. H I N E S. So let me say when I when I first met my mother in law. Which I love dearly, and we just lost her. Uh, October. It'll be a year. October, second week in October, it'll be a year. So, when I first met my mother in law, lover, she says to me, Well, I guess when we were about to get married, my name is clean when I give it to you. And when it's all done, I'm going to need my name to stay clean. Okay? <laughs> Yes, ma'am. The queen. Okay. Yeah. Absolute queen. Yes. She hmm. ran hive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten kids. Two boys, eight girls. And how many are on your side? I keep saying seven. My side. Yeah. My mom had eight. Eight. Eight kids. Five girls, three boys. 
I don't know who I keep forgetting. So that's why I keep saying seven. But yeah, maybe I'm gonna tell you who you keep forgetting because you don't wouldn't know him. Uncle Clarence. Yes, I do remember be, him though. That's who you remember. I remember him. I remember his curly hair. Then I don't know who you could be forgetting. Your mom? I don't know either. Maybe I'm not counting you. Perhaps it's his mom, Sean. What do you think? Oh, shit. Maybe I'm not counting you. When I say my mom's side and I start counting the kids, I'm not counting you. Well, that makes sense because it does make it's sense. your mom. It's my mom. Yeah. So I keep, I keep not right. counting So her. I do have seven siblings. You have seven siblings. Mom. Yes. And that's what I keep. That's what I keep. That's, that's what's in my mind. Okay. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. But it's eight of you. That's forgivable. I think so too. Thank you, Sean, very much. Well, all right. You know what? I can sit here and I can name all seven kids. Ten seconds. And then you forget your mom's name. No, I don't forget my mom's name. It's just it's my mom. It's my mom. And I just I I I say everybody's name. It's a big family. It's a big you you got ten and eight. Come on, it's a lot of people. Yeah. And then you got ten and eight kids almost. Then you get all the through. all the kids from all the eighteen kids. It's a big family. All the cousins, and then where and I really fell, their kids. Where I really fell is their kids. There's My three generations kids. there, right? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't keep up. That's too. a lot of fucking people. <laughs> I'm failing at your cousins' kids also. At I know I can't the kids. Do it. I know your cousins' kids. But I'm feeling like when it comes to the extras that keep adding on as they continue to have babies. It's too many. You know. It's like Facebook. Once you get to a certain number of people, you just you can't really stay in touch with all of them all the time. Right. You wanna know something interesting? Hmm. Mike's dad, which didn't have Facebook a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. has more way more friends than I have. I haven't been on Facebook in a whole month because I've been let, been allowing him to just have his fun. Yeah. Okay. That's hey, the way it goes. I can't stand Facebook. I hate it. The only reason I'm on it almost every day is because the business side. Mm-hmm. Because everyone else in the fucking world is on it. So I get that, right. like, you know, it's a good tool. But my personal one, I mean, I'll go on. I think the last thing I shared was like I smoked a butt for the first time. <laughs> and you know, like Was I, that a blunt or a butt? A butt. A butt. <laughs> What's the butt? <clears throat> Cigarette. Pork butt. That's what I should have said. Oh. Oh, you smoked okay. I smoked butt. meat on a grill. Is what I should have said. Ah, okay. Yes. Please be clear. So you lost me you lost me on that one too, bro. <laughs> I don't know I why was like, you liked it. Okay. How many shots are you? Don't answer that. Nope. <laughs> I think this bottle was full, though, when I first got here. Let me see I it. took a shot, and you took a shot. I only had a shot. And I only had a shot out of it. No, I had two. A four. You lying. <laughs> you were taking shots It was full for to the top hour. when I took a shot out of it. You know, when I poured my own shot, it was kind of like... Oh, this is the bottle he's drinking out of. Okay, that was noticeable. Anyway. <laughs> uh, 
Let's uh, get ready to bring this to a close. Did you want to talk about that? Talk about that? How? His surgery. And I'm in Detroit, and he's in Arizona. His and Detroit, his, his surgery. I do want to. I do want. I do want to talk about the dream I had, and then. Do you? Yeah, it's the podcast. Okay. All right. So go ahead. A, a few Saturdays ago, I had a nightmare. I woke up. Jenna woke me up having a nightmare, and I had a a dream that my dad, that I was doing my dad's eulogy, and that fucked me up really, really, really bad. I was really messed up. I remember you telling me this. I told you that. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't say it on the podcast. No, no, no. So, so my dad has uh, uh, diabetes. Get amputated. We talked about his foot. Well, now he's got chopped up just below the knee. And then I told my mom this a couple days ago. And then what did you say? That's three. That's three. Okay, so, and the three came in at the end when Michael told me about his dream. My sister, mama sister, she my sister, but she thinks she my mama, Evelyn <laughs> Grover. So anyways, she was saying that she had a dream. That at 11 o'clock he had passed away and it was during the surgery time. I, prior to that conversation with her, was just, and I was awake and I was sitting up and I had kind of like the same ill thoughts and feelings. So I remembered, I just started pleading the blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. because I was taught that the blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. is powerful. Right. when I started feeling that way and I saw that, I just began to plead the blood of Jesus against it. So that was three. Um, after that, I'm talking to my husband a couple of days ago, a week ago, and he says that when they went to wake him up from anesthesia, he told them to wait a minute. I'm talking to my mama. I'll be right back. So, of course, the doctors and the nurses, of course, anybody would probably be like, what? What are you talking about? So, anyways, um, he goes back. He's talking to his mom. um, And I asked him, I said, well, did you see lights? He says, no, we were just sitting on the bench. And she told me that everything was okay to go back and finish doing, you know, doing living my life, you know, and that everything was okay. And after that, he said, then he just sat up in the bed and said, okay, I'm back. Hmm. Meanwhile, the doctors and the nurses, they're ready to call a crash team. Because who wakes up and say, hold on, I'll be right back. (laughs) I'm talking to my mama. Yeah. Okay. Which died almost a year ago. She died in October last year. Yes. And he's talking to his mom sitting on a bench. Come, being, being awakened from anesthesia from a below knee amputation. Amputation. So after he got done talking to her, he just sat up in the bed and said, okay, I'm back. <laughs> Go figure. Oh, shit. This the issue can't make up. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The issue can't make up. You can't make that shit this, up. You can't make this shit up. Okay. 
So um, doctors say, man, we're about to call the crash team on you. We didn't, they don't know what's going on. But he woke up and he was okay after he talked to her. You know, so, but I guess the the reality or the thing of it was that we all felt a certain kind of way at a certain, at a different time. Three of us. Yeah. And, and not just three of us, but a close three of us. Yeah. You know, a close three of us that are like feeling your pain and we, you know, we right there with you. So, but I thank God that. Um, yeah, thank God he's alive and he made it through it. Yeah. And thank but, God. I hope he listens to this one, too. I hope he does, too. Because let me tell you what. Yeah. You know what I found out? This mm. is his conversation to me. Oh, those. Um, what's those little things he be eating? Breakfast. Uh, energy bars that you can buy and eat in the morning, afternoon to give you energy or whatever, you name it, that kind. Kroger's brand or anybody else's brand. Okay. Oh, I think that's what was driving my sugar up. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I've been saying this to you all the time. Why do you need creamer in your coffee and you? why do you need this bar at the same time? So those that have hypertension and um, diabetes, watch what you eat. You got people that yeah. care about you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But you got to have a sugar rush, I guess. You know, it's not that important. Mm. Drink your coffee black. Leave that sugar alone. Mm. Um, that me, pasta. Sir. I love pasta. Mm-hmm. Leave that pasta alone. Okay. I don't have high blood pressure or diabetes either, so I can enjoy it for you but if you do those are some of the things that you really truly want to stay away from you know because it it doesn't just affect you it affects it affects your loved ones you know they have to go through this journey with you yeah so i i wanted to bring that up because i I wanted her to say it and and not me so that you could hear from a credible source i'm not too credible you're not credible no Mm -hmm. so I, I I guess I just wanted to bring out the fact that um, three people have the same feeling. And it actually happened. And it actually happened. I mean, that story is like, wild. Uh, without happening. So, so I had the dream before he actually went to the hospital to get this amputation. Before I even knew that he was going to get an amputation. And I was home. And you were you were home. Here, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were here. I didn't know that he was going to the hospital. You didn't know he was going to the hospital. It was, it was a surprise to you, too. So he was going to the hospital because he had an infection in his, in his leg that was going into the bone that was going up. I don't know if I... Did I tell you this, Sean? Yeah. I did tell you that part. Okay, so the infection was getting into his bone. I had no idea of this, and I was having this nightmare a couple days in a row before it happened. Should have said something. Who was I going to say it to? Tell me. I said it to my wife because she was waking me up in the in the middle of the night, like in the middle of a nightmare. What's wrong with you? Right. Yeah. Are you okay? So I said it to her, but then I left it alone because I'm just like, okay, whatever. 
because I've been grocery shopping with him. I know what he eats. <laughs> down the aisles instead of the end caps. Exactly. Okay. Down the aisles instead of the end caps. Um. So for me to have this dream, and then I just randomly one day a few days ago told my mom that I had the dream. She she says that's three and tells me my aunt's experience and then her experience. And and it's just ridiculous, right? Like so unchurched podcast, fine, but We're we, churched. We believe in the we believe in the yeah, we we all grew up in church. Hey, we and believe. We, we believe in the we believe in God, we believe in the prophetic. And I mean, Auntie, she she's like grandma who has these dreams of fish in the bathtub and, and that somebody's pregnant. That means that somebody's pregnant. It's just weird. It's just weird the way that it happens with these dreams and visions and stuff like that. And I know that there's a lot of people that don't believe that this shit is real, but the fact is, is that it actually is real. Like every single time auntie or grandma had a vision of some fish in the, in the, in the bathtub, there was somebody that was pregnant. I think, but I think that that's weird. Somehow it goes for us. It goes deeper than that. Sure. I'm sure it does. Um, my mom used to say she specialized and analyzed. Okay. Specialize and, and analyze. She specialized and analyzed. Okay. And I can't ever remember a time where she was wrong. If she said it, it was true. If she dreamed it, it came to fruition. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like... You know, and, and and it's sold to not only did she have the gift, um, our it, children. It passed down our, generation to generation. Is what I'm saying. Our children yeah. have it. Our children's children. Sure. They have that eye. You know what I'm saying? To to if you want to listen and hear. How about that? If you want to hear it, you you actually favorite. might. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and it's it's fucked up because. It is kind of. <laughs> it is. It really it is. It is because, because some of this stuff I don't want to know. That's what I was about to say. Is that some, what you want to? Some of this shit I don't want to know. I don't care. And I see yes. it. And for me, I dream it. I don't see it like during the day when I'm sitting up on the couch. I don't see it, but I dream it, and the shit comes to pass. I'm sitting up on the couch. You sit on. You sit on the couch, and you see it. Auntie and Grandma, what did they do? Are they dreaming it or are they just seeing it? Yeah, Auntie dreamed it. Auntie dreamed it. What did Grandma do? Grandma, my mama. Yeah, does she dream it or does she see it? Mm, I, I'd probably say both ways. A little ways, bit of both. Anyways, a little bit she, of both. Uh, she could walk. If she met you for the first time, Yeah. she could say something about you. And I guarantee you. 100% is true. 100%. Yeah. No doubt. So it's prophetic. It's visions. It's dreams. It's seeing it. And that's fucking weird. Weird. It's so fucking weird. And it's, it just comes on suddenly. And there's nothing we can do about it. We can't change it. Let me tell you what the doctors would call it. What? Psychotic. 
schizophrenic. Sure, maybe. I'm just telling. Yeah, because uh, maybe doctors don't they don't understand um, being able to see something before it happens or yeah the prophetic yeah and you know the dreams and all that kind of stuff like that for them everything is medical sure it's kind of like scientists they need facts and evidence and proof yeah 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 well so there there's no fucking facts or evidence to go with three different people seeing the same damn thing and then him basically talking to his dead mother who's been dead for almost a year on the table saying wait a minute i'll be right back yeah there's no there's no science that will back that up but it's something that happened all before he even had his operation so i don't know i I, i'm I'm gonna tell you this so i've been struggling the last few days with um our concept from the christian philosophy of life and death and what happens after death i've been struggling with it because the shit just isn't making sense scripturally for me struggling how i mean if you can explain uh, so i'm struggling with uh, okay i'll tell you my my conclusion my conclusion is is that scripture is incomplete and it does not explicitly discuss life and death or death and after death Mm -hmm. true to be able to give us a roadmap as to what's normal and so because of that it has shaken my my philosophy or my belief system concerning life and death life and death so you die, so historically what I've believed is that you die, you either go to heaven or hell. You, well, first, you go to the judgment seat, right? Because Jesus is sitting on the judgment seat of Christ. He's, he's on the judgment seat of Christ. That's where Jesus is, right? He uh, ever makes intercession for us. He is, mm-hmm. He's there. He sits at the judgment seat, and he says... Up or down. That's what what scripture teaches us. Up or down. That's where you're going. Okay. Um. Now I'm kind of second guessing that, and that maybe the Catholics don't have it completely wrong because they have a whole concept. Damn, Sean, you're super quiet right now. Oh, they, that in between. They, they have a concept of purgatory. Which is a place of in between heaven and hell. And there's no necessary time limit as to how long you're there or not. Um, Or even what puts you there. Is it just death that puts you there? Or is it, um, you know, are the, are the, are you being weighed in the balance, you know, as to the law, as to, where you're going to go like there's no real explanation as to um as to what the purgatory is it's just uh an accepted fact you go to purgatory 
Well, what the fuck does that mean? What is purgatory? Uh, In between. For me, I have a problem with dad basically, it sounds like he coded and was spending time with his mom while he was in surgery. I would agree. His mom is, is dead. His mom is not alive. His mom is dead. But someone that doesn't believe in God will probably say that his consciousness was just in between worlds. Maybe that is the case. Mm-hmm. But why doesn't Scripture explain that? Scripture doesn't explain everything. A lot. I, I know it doesn't explain everything, and I, no. I understand that. But yet, I still have a problem. Just like I said at the beginning of this podcast, not this podcast, but our start of this podcast, I talked about, I know we're about to end here shortly. No, I should I have, have a problem. A bottle in. I didn't know we'd be talking this long. I have a problem with you can the, sneak off and go get one. No one and another know. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, I, you have I, a problem with. I just don't understand this whole afterlife aspect and the fact that how can a person who's alive communicate with the dead, not doing anything spiritual at all, mm. like not involved in witchcraft? Not doing some prayer or seance or something like that. You're communicating with the dead when you're under anesthesia, getting an amputation. You're communicating with the dead. And there's no scriptural reference to... I, I guess the only one is... The only one that comes to mind is when King Saul went to a medium who he says, I want you to conjure up uh, Samuel mm-hmm. and she conjured up Samuel for him and that was that's a scriptural reference um, where is that one I don't remember that one that's in it's in Second uh, Samuel the book in the Bible or it's in Chronicles I'm not sure exactly where it is we can okay. look it up but uh, Saul goes to a to a medium to check out Samuel, to, okay. to get wisdom from Samuel for the upcoming battle that he has. So these mediums scared. are not new. The, the mediums are witches. Well, they were called witches back in the day. They were called witches back in the day. Are they, do we still call them witches or do we call we them? We don't call them witches. We call them mediums. Okay. Yeah, we call them mediums today. Right. People that still. That can communicate communi- with the dead. Right. Or you know, tap into the spiritual realm and do whatever. Right. And this shit is beyond me. It's beyond my education. But you're aware that... I'm aware it happens. Because you are a... Not stupid. No, that wasn't the word. Sean. <laughs> 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 I'm not stupid. I know what happens. But No, because you've experienced it. That's what I'm going to say. Yes, because not I've experienced because it. because you're stupid, but no, because you... Because I've experienced it. You've yes. experienced. 100%. You but, know. So so dad talking to mom to talking to grandma while he's under anesthesia, possibly coding dead for the time oh, being. They were calling the code. They were calling the code. Yes. They were calling for the crash team. They were calling for the crash team, which means you're dead. You're you don't you no longer have a heartbeat, you no longer have oxygen on your own, you're you no longer have a pulse. Whatever. Whatever. They're calling for the crash team. He's he wakes up, says 
Hold okay, on. I'm, I'm talking to my mom. Wait. <laughs> I'm talking to my mom. Yes. And then, okay, I'm back. Sean, that's got me fucked up. I mean, I can't even imagine. I'm having a hard time with now, that. Now, it was at least three weeks after his surgery because it's been a f- several weeks, right? Because I've been here for five weeks. He went in the hospital at least a week after I got here. It's been a few weeks. Um, yeah. So, at least three weeks. He just told me this story, Sean, like about a week ago. His dad. <laughs> we and can I, still hear you, though. And you know? I, just, I just told my mom a few <laughs> days ago, maybe three or f- about three or four days ago, about my dreams that I was having. And then she told me this. And then, well, what do you do with it, bro? What, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know what to think. Because, I mean, part of me wants to say, okay, well, I mean, I've had dreams and stuff before. People that were dead. The dream felt real. Was that me actually communicating? Or was it just a dream? Was it just something in my brain that, I mean, the brain is still the one thing scientists can't really figure out. Because it's sure. so fucking complex, you know? And mm-hmm. apparently we only use certain parts of it. Like, we're not even 10%. using the full thing. So, sure. some of it is, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, is it just some, like, okay, so he's died for however long. But was it just a dream? Or not. Or not. Or not. Maybe but, he didn't die. <clears throat> You know, he whatever happened when they were calling the yeah, crash right. people. Yeah, like was and he's on Medicaid. I mean, he he's in anesthesia. You're goofy as fuck on that anyway. So like, sure, could it just have been like a mixture of stuff and it was a weird dream? But then, coupled with the stuff that's going on in your heads, it's like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't yeah. say that it was this, that, or the other. You know, right? I think it's all fucking nuts and crazy. You know what I'm saying? And unexplainable. Right. But reality is, even after we've had the three of us, or me talking to me having what I had, Michael expressing himself and my sister expressing herself, and then after all of that, dad coming and saying, "Oh yeah, this happened." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, he's not going to tell me right away because he's scared I'm going to freak out and <laughs> whatever else. You know, sure. he even had Uncle John to call me the other day, which is my sister that had the dream. Um, their mom and pop to us. And um, he had John to call me the other day. Some some daughter. I said, yes, sir. How you doing? I'm like, I'm doing fine. He was like, well, your husband told me that you were over there stressing out and that you were over there, you know, doing this, that, and the other. I said, he said, and he told me to call you. And the only thing I could say, well, okay, well, you did your job. <laughs> he told you to call me. You called me. I say I'm fine. You did your job. Mm-hmm. What, is the, what else is there to say, you know? Um, I'm not stressing. You know, I'm relaxed. Yeah. I just know that I have to go back home to or back to Phoenix to um 
a lot of work. A below the knee amputation. Yeah. A lot of work to help him get back to some semblance of normal. Let's see. Which, whatever that, there's going to be a new normal just like oh, yeah. COVID is forcing us into Man, right now. I done had so many new normals in my life. That's, that's one right there. New normals. Yeah, it's a new normal. How many new normals, like, can you really, like, think of that you've actually had in your life? You know? Right. A bunch. A bunch. All right, so that's just weird, bro. And that's a hard one for me to swallow. And I've been thinking about it for several days. Oh, you know. I had the dreams before he actually announced that he was going to the doctor and about to have his surgery. So... Um. Yeah. Well, and I think my thing with spiritual stuff that we can't explain. Uh, I always like to ask the question, like, what's the point, and mm-hmm. like, why, like, why, or like, what, what happened because of yeah. the dreams and the what he went through and what your mom went through and. Like, why did that all happen? Was there something that came of it? Or was it just, like, coincidental? Because you're all worried about him? I, I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass, but, you know, because it's... I, I think it was all revelation. Yeah? Because of what Dad said after all everybody else has been through everybody else thoughts dreams feelings it was his confirmation that what we were feeling was real mm-hmm. what we were experiencing our dreams our thoughts or whatever it was actually real but he confirmed it with hold on i'll be right back i'm talking to my mama <laughs> Who says that to a doctor? I mean, who wakes up out of anesthesia and says that? Hold on, I'll be right back. Yeah, you're under. <laughs> like, you're under. <laughs> like you're and knocked, I'll be right back, okay? You're knocked out for a surgery, and then you wake up and say, I'll be right back. But they wake, they're waking you up. You know, after so many hours, they do wake you up. Yeah. And they, they were waking him up at that time. But at that time... He was also having a visit, I guess. Sitting on a bench. Just the two of them talking. Honestly, I'd like to think that if I'm in heaven, Mm -hmm. worshiping Jesus, along with the angels that are covering their face, crying holy, holy, holy. What? Mm 24-7. That I'm not going to come back to talk to my son. I, I like to think that. That I'm not going to just pop up mm-hmm. and appear on some bench somewhere. I, I like to think that. Yeah. I'd, I'd, like to think, I'd like to think that heaven is such a paradise that I'm not leaving for any reason at all. Mm-mm. But maybe that's not the case. No, because and maybe, you still have earthly... I, I get that. but And maybe Jesus comes up while I'm prostrate before him, taps me on the shoulder and says, hey, look, you need to go back for a second so that you can talk to somebody. Maybe. 
I don't understand that. Well, that's it. Right that's a deep conversation. Deep it conversation. is deep. That you know, is so like, unfathomable <laughs> to me as to what's going to interrupt my eternal worship of my God. To let me talk to somebody who ain't even dead yet. I'll tell you oh. what. Mind you. If you eat this fruit ahead. from that tree. Yep. You'll know. Think they give me the fruit, homie. <laughs> I mean, it's the same shit, isn't it? You got the fruit. It is. No, I'm saying Adam and Eve being tempted. So I got the fruit. Don't eat of this one I tree, think. and then the snake's like, "Oh, you want to know all the cool shit? Yeah, you can be like God. Eat this thing. Now we're all mm-hmm. fucked up. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, we're always gonna want to know, and we're never gonna, gonna, gonna know until we right. know because we're there. Until you get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then for sure. well. I mean, I don't know. It's, you know, I don't know. That's all I can say. I don't know either. I, all, all I know is, all I know is that I'm struggling a little bit trying to figure this out, but I've, there's no reference other than stories yeah. and to really be able to figure to that out. Struggle with or to be, have your mind bottled up with because sure. life it, happens. It does, and, but that's just the way that my mind works though. Yeah. So for me, understanding equals, um, significance for me engineering mind that's the yeah yeah yeah, mind. yeah yeah no okay. yeah, seriously yeah. yeah understanding means significance so for me and maybe that's not the healthiest thing in the world but i've learned that about myself that understanding means significance right and to somebody else it might be love means significance mm-hmm. or that money means significance or you, that as long as you understand for me, for me understanding equals significance and so I know that about myself. I've learned that over the years, and therefore, it's a struggle for me. It's something that I that I battle with. And again, maybe it's not the most healthy perspective in the world, or the most healthy place to be in. It's where I'm at. So understanding equals significance for me, and so I'm striving to understand, mm-hmm. which speaks to my own personal value in some sick fucked up way okay i I understand that it's not necessarily the most healthiest way but i'm just telling you it is what it is that's where i'm at right now at this point in my life all right so So, sean dizzle hold on i'm gonna slap michael right there sean dizzle what about you (laughs) where am i at yeah let's go with life What do you think we need to wrap this up because I got to pee. That's where we're I'm about at. to wrap it. He look, you see him? <laughs> did you see him just run away? Yep. So it's you and I right now. He'll be right back. We were wrapping it up. I don't know how to wrap it up. Uh, I seriously, I'm not even going to answer that question on this podcast right now. Okay, that's fair. And that's fair. Yeah. Well, hopefully, allow hopefully me. one day I. I can go into some of that, but right now, yeah. I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. I've enjoyed, you know, being on the podcast with you guys. Yeah. Thank you. I finally get to buddy in and say, hey, <laughs> no, wait, let me say this. <laughs> Instead of talking to myself, because I can't buddy in when I'm listening. Sure. You know, I text Michael a lot of days and I'll be like, I wanted to say this at this point, you know? Yeah. But of course, all I can do is listen. Well, you can. 
you know, yeah. email us or. Uh, you guys probably don't even read the emails. Oh, hell yeah. I check. Listen, yeah. I have so many email accounts. I check them all day, every day, because if I don't, really? I'll have like thousands of emails and then I'll, I'm not that person. Like I get an itch. If it goes okay. above like 40 emails, mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, I got to stop everything. And <laughs> you're better than me because I can get it to the hundreds. And like after a while, I'll just go back and last week emails. I'll scroll through anything important. Nope. Delete. My, Last uh, month, nothing important. Ah, delete. Yeah. My All wife one time. is one of the worst. I think right now she has 34,000 emails on her phone. And I'm yeah, like, that would oh be me. my God, please don't yeah. show me that. That would be me. So maybe you need to uh, help her check her emails, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. You guess. <clears throat> That was quick, Michael. Yep. Are you, All right. Are you guys gonna keep talking? Because if so, I need to pee and get a drink. No, I, we're gonna we're gonna end it here. We're gonna end it here. Are we good? Yeah, we were just ending it. Actually, right. I thank you guys. I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys allowing me to come on the podcast with you. Anytime. Yeah, you got to be I'm on here. more. We, I mean. I know Michael I would love does, to. and I do too. Love having you on. Yeah. So thank you Hi. for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right, check us out at unchurchpodcast.show. That's our website, and um, you can email us uh, the same place. And Instagram and Twitter is at unchurchpod. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Your attention means the world to us. So thank you very much. Like and share us everywhere you go. And um, we love you a long time. So long we love you. We love you a long time. <laughs> Peace. Peace.